Hello and welcome to episode seven of Ardent Run Club. I'm Tommy, I'm your host, and today I'm joined by an awesome athlete. She's from the Northeast Coast, coached by David Lowe's, a young, strong, and versatile middle distance runner, and she's only getting better. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming Lucy Scoven. Hi. You? You all right? I'm fine, thank you, yeah. So good. How's your day been? It's been good, yeah. I did a run earlier on the day. Yeah? It's been pretty chilled out. Awesome. That's dope. Do you like running in the morning or something? Um, Not really early morning. I'm not really an early riser, but yeah. before lunch, yeah, just to get out of the way. That's cool. That's cool. So, really today, to be honest, like you, you're a really good runner. Like, I, I was looking yeah. at some of your power of 10 times, and especially <laughs> like the 800, like it's... It's crazy, like, just seeing your times and stuff. And So I basically just want to talk to you about how you've got to this place and like, what you plan on doing in the future to just continue improving and where you want to take your running, if that's cool. Yeah. So um, I started running kind of like, well, I've always, I was always, like, really sporty, like, as a young child, like, always outdoors and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then i'd do stuff like you know school sports days i'd like mm. win a couple of races there and i knew i was like good at running and then i think it was when i was around yeah it was when i was seven the summer then it was the 2012 olympics mm -hmm. and we got tickets for quite a few of the sports the olympics yeah and we got yeah. like one or two days at the athletics and uh, so i went there and um I just watched the athletics and I knew like I just wanted to do that like as soon as I like just saw it I'm pretty sure we saw Usain Bolt do his heat or something like that it was insane but yeah. like I kind of knew I wanted to do that and I knew I was okay at running uh -huh. so as soon as I saw it I said to my mom and dad I said I want to do running and my dad knew people at the local athletics club at Chessie Street yeah and he messaged them like when we got back home and they were like oh well she can't join until she's eight so as soon as I turned eight I joined like the week after that and went to the athletics club. That's so yeah. awesome. That's so cool. That that 2012 Olympics was literally just the best Olympics ever. Like it literally yeah. It inspired a whole generation of athletes that did. So, Definitely. That's so fun. I still like this morning I'm kind of weird like I wake up at six and then um just like do my exercise or whatever and then this morning i just sat by my laptop after that and just watched mo farah's 5000 meter gold medal like this literally this morning which is yeah so it's like eight years ago but still it's like just still so inspirational and just Definitely. so so yeah what a great olympics and so you joined the club when you're right what what club did you join at chesley uh, street okay. um, this club so, yeah and um and you said you, you realised you, you were, like, decent at running through your school sports days and stuff. When you joined the club, were you still, like, decent at running compared to other people in your age group? I know you're young, but... Um, I joined, like, the starter group. So yeah, okay. it was all, like, kids, like, pretty much around my age. So I'd say I was there was still, like, there was some good, like, people that I could, like, definitely... I was definitely, like, probably the same level as some of them. But I wasn't, like, the best by miles, but, you know... Yeah yeah okay and so now like now obviously you're focusing more on middle distance stuff but throughout mm -hmm. the younger years to now how how has your focus changed i assume you probably were doing like a lot of broad broader events and all that yeah, sort of so, stuff. uh when i joined the club it was like um 
a multi like a multi sports group it was like um yeah. they did long jump and throwing and sprinting and all of that and then when I was like when I was eight and I started doing competitions I used to do quad kids which was at Gateshead Stadium uh-huh. and it was a pretty big stadium running when I was like that small yeah. um, and I remember it was like four events in a day and there was a jump a throw a sprint and then like a longer type of run um, I was all right at doing the standing long jump but the best event that I just I kept winning like every time that I went was like the longer run was like the 400 meters yeah. which was what I used to do when I was like eight and nine and I remember the first time I ran a 400 and I'm pretty sure I can remember the time it was something like 82 seconds I ran for a 400 or something and I remember just finishing and just being so happy with coming first and then my time just kept going down and down. I'm pretty sure I, was, I ran like 76 by the time I'd finished. Jeez, like geez, that, yeah. the quad kids thing, but yeah. That's looking mad. So when did you stop doing 400s and start focusing on like eights and, and 15s? Well, as like we went through the age groups, they would increase the distance. So when ah. you got a year five, which is like 10 year old, they increased it to 600. And then as soon as you're in under 13, it was 800. So pretty much then yeah. just, you just stuck with that. Cool. Yeah. That's so cool. And so I'm guessing you stuck with it because it's your favorite sort of event as well, like the middle distance. Yeah, definitely. I find it so yeah. weird that people's favorite, like your favorite event can be like a middle distance event. Because I was talking to some friends and I was like, I did 400 meters. That was my main thing. But and I used to think that was flipping crazy. But then if you're doing 800, like that's the hardest, to me at least, that's like the hardest track event, the 800 metres, because it's just mm-hmm. like sustained for the whole way. And you have to yeah. keep pushing. Like how can that be, how can you prefer that over something like the 400 or something? Oh, I know. <laughs> so weird to me, flip. Yeah. <laughs> but that's so cool. And so what age group are you in right now? Um, Under 17. It would have been under 17 track. This track oh, season, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And... And so just on um, like the 800 and 1500, what are your PBs in, in those events? Um, 800 PB is 213.9, I'm pretty sure. And then um, my 1500 meters PB is 435, so. That's, <laughs> that's so quick. I, I just, 435, well. <laughs> I, I that. literally like i remember for me at least when i was in school and like you know how sometimes they just make you do random events because the coach doesn't like yeah. you whatever. like i don't know <laughs> um, but i remember they just put me in the 1500 one day and i was like what the heck am i doing 1500 for and i ran it and this is when i'm like i don't know i was like 13 or 14 maybe and i did don't remember the exact time but it was around like 5 30 or something and no, it would have been slower than that. I don't know why I lied. It was probably slower than that. But like to hear you running 4.30, 4.35, that's like, how does somebody, how do you do that? Like, you must have been working so hard over the last couple couple years to get to you there. Yeah. Yeah. What's that been like? Like, what's your training look like as you started focusing on the middle distance events? Uh, so I was with the club until I was in... Um, halfway through year seven so like I was 12 years old when I joined David's group uh-huh. uh, and just before the summer season um, just because the club the few people coaches left and it just wasn't what it has been like the training 
So we turned to David and like luckily he took, took me on and stuff, me and Emily also, who had been at the club. Um, and it, the training just like completely changed. Like it wasn't too hard, like he, didn't, he made sure he didn't overwork us or anything because we were still like quite young. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was definitely more structured sessions, more variation, and it just really helped us like uh, develop like as runners and made us yeah. much stronger. So yeah, that's cool. And so now, um, now when you're training, now so let's look at summer season right right now. It should have been track season. Yeah. it's not. But we don't like we don't know what's gonna happen. We don't know. But um, how what would your training look like right now if you had, um, if you were to have events and meets coming up? Um. Well, we've just started in the last few weeks we just started more like trying to get like on the track and do like faster reps and stuff to work towards get work into like the first race because they could be coming back soon so um it's more like fast intervals and reps like one minutes two minutes 30 seconds and then also the sessions are uh, done at like maybe say we might do um like five times a minute at 1500 meter pace or we might go on the track and do like five times 300 at 50 or 1500 meter like target pace what we want for this season uh-huh. so we get the running it but also so we get better off the track yeah yeah do you enjoy the track sessions yeah i do like them more than the cross-country sessions yeah i do enjoy them better at it than the cross-country did you do much cross-country um this last season well, yeah, um, not as much as I hoped because I had, I got um, a knee injury at the, was it, it was like the, the middle of November, so I missed a few cross-country uh, races over Christmas, but then I was back for, um, I think it was Northerns at the end of January, so it wasn't too bad, but yeah, I did keep a few cross-country races. You Did you compete at the Northerns? At the Northern cross-country? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh, mad. I was there. I was watching. I didn't know that. that. Awesome. And so just to touch on that knee injury real quick. So how did that kind of happen? And then how did you just rehab it to get fitter? Um, They never really put like a specific like name for it. You know, I could diagnose this when I went to the physio. But I think it was just mostly to do with um, how much I've grown in the last year because I've grown quite a bit. and they also said that the muscles down the sides of my knees they were weak they were weaker so my what's it called my kneecap was like wobbling around a bit and it was causing okay. me pain but um i did so i went to the physio and he gave me some strength and exercises and i just did them and then it got better with rest and doing that so yeah when you have to to rest to to like rehab your your body like do you get impatient thinking I want to be out there training or is it just easy for you to rest yeah definitely because David always says that with every week you rest it's like two weeks to get back fitter yeah so like to the right back to the right fitness so I was just sitting thinking I know I need to rest my knee and make it better it's not going to help if I try and do anything but at the same time it's going to take a lot of time for me to get back yeah and I worried I did worry about having the cross-country base, the strong cross-country base for the track season, if it would impact my track season. Mm. But it did get better towards the, um, I did get back to fitness towards the end of the cross-country season, so it wasn't too That's bad. Good. 
I assume like the first couple of training sessions back must have been kind of rough though, yeah? Yeah, it was quite yeah. bad, but I got back quite quickly to an average fitness or <laughs> average. <laughs> and so when you look at like your training and all the stuff that you've done with David, what's been like your favourite sort of sessions that you've done? I'd say uh, when it's um, on the track, doing 200s and 300s, they're my favourite types of sessions. Nice. Just doing 400s, 300s, 200s, they're my favourite type of sessions, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. you train, can you train with, um, with other members of the group and stuff, yeah? Yeah, um, on the, yeah, it is. We do train with other members of the group, yeah. Okay, cool. And so... When on the flip side of that, like, what's the sort, what's the worst sort of sessions, the sessions that you hate to do? <laughs> there was one session we did in the winter, which is honestly the hardest session I've ever done, um, and that was when I think I was I just well not just come back, but I think I was about a few weeks in to come back from my knee injury, and we did this uh, hill session, and it was like uh, in the like the city centre of Durham. And there's like a hill that starts right from the bottom in the middle from a roundabout and it goes all the way up um under like neath the train station up to the top like it's a really steep hill yeah. and it's like two minutes long and i think we did like 12 of those oh. <laughs> halfway through the session halfway through the session i think i nearly did cry but i managed to do it <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness that is torture <laughs> I mean, like that is the hardest session I've ever done. And David did say at the end that he was really proud of us for getting through it because it was yeah. a really hard session. But, yeah. That is nuts. Oh my days! Obviously, like that that hard work it translates into into your running, into your racing. Um, <laughs> and so, I want to ask you, like, if you're looking at your races that you've done, um, actually, before we get into that, like, what is a standard like race day for you? If you've got, um, if you've got a track meet let's say you're doing an 800 or something how would you yeah. um how would you structure your day yeah so um like my preparation probably starts like the night before so i have like for tea i'll either have like chicken and potatoes nice. or like a uh, spag ball or something like that Decent. you know yeah, yeah. like carbs and protein stuff that good stuff and then i'll get all of my um gear ready and like out on the side of my bag ready so I don't need to stress about it in the morning uh, and then I'll have like a really good night's sleep like an early night's sleep um wake up and I have um two Weetabix and a banana that's my favorite breakfast for a uh, race day and then um get ready get there um I'll start warming up probably about like 45 minutes to an hour beforehand I'll go for like a 10 minute jog and then I'll do like my drills that I do for the session, but probably a bit more thoroughly, a bit more like yeah. you know what I mean. Um, and then just try and get myself in the right headspace for it, and probably listen to some motivational music <laughs> yeah. to get me in the right headspace for it. But yeah, that's so cool. And so if you look back on one of your, if you were to choose your favourite meet that you've done, what would it be, and why? Oh, I think 100% that uh, English schools track and field champs are just the best. Yeah. The atmosphere, the the standard of the people who are running, it's just like, it feels that like everything builds up to that. It's such a big experience. It is really good. That's so cool. How many times have you done English schools? 
Uh, only once. So the first year I could have gone, I was one second off the standard time, so I didn't get in. And then last year, I was top age of the junior girls. Um, I got the standard time and the national time, so I got in easily. And then I got yes. to the final of that. There was a heat of semi and the final, so it was pretty <laughs> over two days. It wasn't very nice, but yeah, that's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool though like i love the english schools it's just so great to see just so many young athletes just out there just doing what they love just trying to win and just having fun and just to see the team spirit as well it's just great yeah. i love it it is yeah what's the what's on the, the opposite side of that though what's like the worst event the worst meet that you've done um it would probably have to be one of my cross-country races that i've done um recently the like one of the worst races I've done was um sadly it was the <laughs> national um not national but the inner counties cross country champs at Loughborough uh -huh. um it was quite um yeah it was really muddy it was a really tough course and I just don't cope I was running on like mud and everything like that I mean like dry flat courses cross country courses absolutely fine but yeah I was top age and I think I came like 120 something which really wasn't great I'm not <laughs> for what I should have been I should have probably been top 30 at least like with this, the girls who were there but the week after I ran at English schools and I was bottom year and I came 33rd there so it was a bit of a big difference yeah so I don't really know what went wrong I think it was just the surface and the hills it was just not for me but when you look back at that, do you are you able to like learn something and try and like take that into like future cross country events? Like, I mean, if it's like yeah. really, how do you prepare for for that? Like, is it a mental thing? Is it training or like how do you? Uh, yeah, in training we do like we run on like grass and mud and stuff. We go to um, a park in Durham and we do it there. We do training there, mm -hmm. but. Um, it was just the mud was just like insane that day it was like yeah. nearly slipping my shoes off but yeah I suppose you have to try and prepare for it and just try and get in the right mindset to think come on you've got to like push through the mud you've got to like yeah. finish this you've got to do it because it was really mentally tough that yeah place. I was at the inter-counties last year as well so I know, I know exactly I remember the conditions it was cold and muddy not mm. not the best no <laughs> But that's cool. Yeah. Like, as long as you're continuing to learn from it and grow from it, and just let that take you forward into your into what you're doing next, like it's it's all worth it. It's all part of the experience, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. But um, I want to ask you, like, what what has running, competing, training, like eating right, just the whole process? What has that taught you? about yourself um definitely like with training I've, I always try and push myself as like hard as I can like in training I try my best yeah uh, but in races definitely like that is where like I just I don't know I just like when I race I've always got like I always find that I've got like a little bit extra so I can like go a little bit further than I thought I could and especially when I was younger I used to doubt myself a lot and compare myself to other girls and be like oh I'd never be as good as them whereas now I like I just put the hard work in and now some of those girls where I never thought I'd be as good as 
and like just as fast as if not beating them now so it's like really satisfactory for me to do that to look back and think no you could do it but yeah. it just requires <laughs> what such a great lesson i love that running can teach you that sort of stuff like the value of hard work and how that i can that can like that you can do more than than you think you can yeah. that must be like you know what i'm guessing you do like in between sessions you do some like steady runs and and stuff like that yeah yeah when you are training by yourself compared to when you're training by the group do you find it harder to motivate yourself uh yeah i do um mainly because um i just i'm not a massive fan of like the long steady runs like i don't do i do yeah. a, like a, a longer sunday run six or seven miles uh but yeah in between training sessions i do like just literally three or four mile runs just to like get the lactic out of my legs or like recovery mm. runs but yeah i usually put music in my ears and just try yeah. and push through it normally yeah, yeah. but that's yeah. i love it because like you have to motivate yourself to do that and then when you go and actually compete you realize that you like there's there's more within you like you can actually do even more than you think you can and that, that's got to be like just so fun to just be like oh geez yeah. <laughs> i'm actually pretty decent <laughs> yeah yeah and so like looking forwards what are your sort of goals for well what would have been your goals for this season i mean we might still have a season i don't know a couple meets yeah. what would have been and or are your goals for this season if we get a season and then overall well, looking forwards as well i obviously wanted to like pb in 800 and 1500 um it's quite sad really because the english girls track champs were literally supposed to be last week like the weekend just gone yeah so um i was wanting i was probably going to run the 1500 meters this year instead of the eight because I found that I'm probably stronger at that event than the eight. Um, but I would have been bottom year, but I really wanted to get in the final. And I really thought that I could have the potential to like have a go to get in a good position in the final. Like just thinking about it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wanted to, well, my PB for 800 was, is 213. So I really just wanted to get a new 800 PB and get as, try and get as close to 210 as possible. I thought I was like realistic. And then for 1500 meters, I wanted to um, get a new PB and get probably near a 4.30 around about. So yeah, hopefully there'll be some track races still, yeah. but yeah. How do you like mentally, how did you mentally gear yourself to the fact that, all right, there's probably not going to be a season? Like how did you actually, must have been yeah. sad and upset for the first couple, well, I don't know, like when you, when everything went into lockdown but how'd you get over it and just prepare continue preparing yeah it was uh when i was thinking about it, it was like really sad that we probably won't get the track season that we wanted and we're probably gonna have to do two back-to-back -back winter seasons but um <laughs> that's the main thing for me is two winter seasons <laughs> the whole way through the winter i'm always thinking of track just trying to focus on it yeah. and then you know but um yeah i just i don't know i just I think lockdown helped me focus on my training more and focus on myself more yeah. and I kind of just accepted the fact that like what will be will be and if we get track races then I need to be ready for them but if we don't then just look forward to next year and just trying to yeah looking forward. So, yeah I remember when um when the Olympics were postponed 
and all the athletes were posting on Instagram. They were like, we'll be back next year. And they were trying to be so encouraging and stuff. I was just thinking yeah. there'll be so many other people who are just like, this was my chance. Like, this is... Yeah. There's... Definitely. Yeah, I can't... That would flip in... That would flip and hurt so much if you can't. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, let me... Let's, let's stop talking about that. That's kind of sad. <laughs> sad. Um, but looking forwards more um more deeper i guess do you have running goals like massive running goals like where you want to take running or is it currently just like live in the moment and see what happens yeah well i try and focus on like what i'm doing now and stuff but obviously every runner's goal is to like represent their country one day maybe yes. i mean next year at english schools it's um top two getting england vest so and represent it's Syab. So that is like one of my big goals for the next few years, like to do that. But um yeah, hopefully one day I'll be like in a senior international, but that's the main goal of the tunnel. That is so amazing. I love that dream. That is imagine running international. Imagine going yeah, yeah. I know. that's crazy. I'd flip and love that. Yeah. That's so cool. Just have that scodden on your vest, like one day. <laughs> yeah. So, so cool. It would be cool. Yeah. But look, um, I want to do this thing. Like, I've got a quick fire round, basically, and we just, I'm gonna ask you some quick questions. And I want you to just like give me quick answers, actually. But yeah. if you want to go deeper into them as well and explain or whatever, then we can do that too. Um, but let's just go for it. You ready? Yeah. All right, cool. So, first question: What is a race that you've always wanted to compete in? Um, the Fifth Avenue Mile in New York. I really wanted to do that. I've yeah. never heard of the Fifth Avenue Mile. Yeah, so basically, the runner like they do like a mile race along Fifth Avenue in the middle of New York City. Yeah. I think Laura Waitman's done it a few oh, times. That's... Jenny. So yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. That's I awesome. really wanted. To I've never heard of it. That was like, why did anyone give me that answer then? Usually people are like, oh, London Marathon or like yeah. something else. But that's, that's cool. That's niche. Okay. Um, where have you always wanted to run? Like what country or something like that? Um, I kind of like the sound of like running in like the big cities, maybe obviously like New York, Berlin, like different, like flying to different places and running. Yeah. That would be really cool. So yeah, like the bigger cities. Yeah. Okay. If you were to rank cross country, road and track, what would the ranking look like? Um, I haven't done much road, so I'll put track at the top definitely. That's like uh -huh. number one. Yeah. Um I haven't ran much road really, but um I'd say cross country then road because I haven't really run much road races. So would you yeah. be looking to run road races in the future or do you think you wanna just stick track? Yeah, I might do it. It just depends when the road season is, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, who's your biggest rival? Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna name any names. <laughs> like, I'm not looking to do that. But um, <laughs> there's lots and lots of. I will say there's lots and lots of talented girls in our year, especially like my year group. Yeah. Um, it's like the talent that some of the girls have is just absolutely amazing. Like the times that people are running. Um, but it just depends what distance and like the uh, weather on the day. Some people are suited to better conditions, you know what I mean? So, yeah. On that, looking at like you've got a load of talented runners in your age group. Mm -hmm. 
knowing that they're talented, knowing they're still working hard and probably trying to get better as well. How do you keep on training whilst knowing that there are people that are better than you and they're also still working hard? Like, how do you actually keep, how do yeah. you have that, that vision that you can actually overtake people one day? Yeah, you've just got to keep thinking. Like David always says, just think. So-and-so will be doing, imagine so-and-so's training right now. They're training, they're getting better. So you've got to just think, like, you've got to keep getting better just to mm -hmm. put yourself in the best position if you come to race them. So, yeah. yeah. Just consistency. You never know what other people are doing, yeah. how, how hard other people are training. So That's yeah. so true. So true. All right, my next question, not running related, or can be, what's your favourite book? Um... I don't, I don't really read much now. It's actually quite sad. I used to read laws <laughs> when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, but I do really like the Hunger Games. They're, they're like one of my favourite uh, mm -hmm. books. Like the three books. Yeah. I really like the movies as well, but the Hunger Games are definitely one of my favourite. That's awesome. My younger brother loves the Hunger Games. He loves the movies. I don't know if he's read the books. Mm -hmm. but that's cool. <laughs> um, do you watch many documentaries as well? Um, not really like loads but um my favorite one is i watched it the other week actually it's the homecoming one by beyonce on netflix Sounds and it's about her uh coachella i think it's 2019 or 2018 yeah, yeah. Coachella performance and like it was really inspirational because of how much hard work she put into it and like how they and it's also like on this topic of um like black power and stuff like that and feet like women's rights and stuff it was really really empowering to watch yeah so, yeah that's so amazing beyonce is amazing in literally everything she does yeah, she is. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool um now we're looking back at running what's your favorite race that you've seen um there's a few but definitely the 2017 the world champs in london the 1500 meters women's race so Faith Kipyegon won it and it was like a sprint out so Laura Muir was in the mix it was Faith Kipyegon and Sifan Hassan I think and it was yeah. just it was quite slow the race I really like watching like you know it's like slower races and then it's like the kick at the end like yeah they're the best races to watch and it was literally it was well it's one of the most exciting races to watch I did like watch it back today just to watch it again but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so cool love it. I remember being younger and I would literally not want to watch anything over 400 meters because mm -hmm. I would just think that's so long but now when I'm just watching when I'm just like sitting down watching the world champs or whatever it is I just want to watch the whole thing like everything because yeah. it's just so sick to see like the tactics that people use and like whether it's you're gonna go like so hard out the out in like a 5k and like just ruin everybody else's tactics and then it's just a fast race or you go really slow um the whole race is slow and then that kick from like 800 or 600 meters is just yeah. like mental i love yeah, it yeah and that's something else about athletics that I just love, just like the way that people use their mind instead of just their body as well. So, mm -hmm. so cool. Yeah. Um, all right. My next question is, who's your favorite athlete of all time? Not just athletics, doesn't have to be athletics, but can be. Like, of all oh. time. Well, I was just thinking about athletics when I saw the question, but um, when I was younger, it was Christine Hurigu was my favorite athlete. Legendary. She just, she just, honestly, she was like my idol when I was younger. I met her um, at, I was like the 
the northeast games or something in uh, the city games in newcastle i met her and got a photo with her and she was honestly my idol at the time and i was so excited to see her but yeah um but like uh that was when i was running 400s when i was younger so her running yeah. 400 me running 400 i just loved watching her but yeah, yeah now it's more like um laura muir is just inspiration yeah, yeah, like great. the grit that she has in races you can see like on her face how determined she is it's like really yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's really inspiring, but yeah. Laura Muir's great, man. I, I want to, I really hope that she medals at the Olympics because she oh, keeps on coming so Definitely. close. And she's got, she's literally got it in her. Like, yeah, she does. So great. She's come so close, like like two or three times to getting this medal. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. She can do it, man. But Safan so Hassan, that one is, that's, that's a hard oh, one. She's mental, yeah. Yeah. When she did the, she won the 1500 and the 10k, like that yeah. had never been done before or something. That was insane. And I think yeah. her last 1500 in that 10k was running 359, which no is way. like, after running 8.5k, how do you run that? that is like, well, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of work to be done. <laughs> Get <laughs> to that level. <laughs> um, and yeah, just to round off this quick fire round, my final question is, do you have any hidden talents? I don't, well, I don't really. I mean, the only thing I could think of was, uh, I used to play the violin when I was younger. <laughs> I stopped, I think I stopped playing when I was like 12 or something like that. But I used to, I played it since when I was like six or seven or 12. So I was oh. okay, but not not amazing, are they? I definitely wasn't amazing, are they? But yeah. Violin, <laughs> not bad. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I guess really just to to round it off for for me personally, but then also for everybody that that's listening. Um, for like, do you have any advice for somebody that wants to get into running that wants to be good at it? Um, yeah. Any yeah. advice? Yeah, I just say like, um, just train hard make sure you love what you're doing otherwise it's not gonna work and just train as hard as you can and just put all your effort into it and just you'll get yeah. good results <laughs> for sure for sure yeah that's amazing hard work hard yeah. work so good love that Definitely. well thank you so much lucy that's been yeah thank you oh this has been fun like i want to well after this we can talk a bit more about like just extra stuff <laughs> with running and just like but anyway this has just been great this has been great so thank you so yeah, much thank you for having me well thank you so much for tuning in guys that's been episode seven of ardent run club hope you've learned something hope you've been inspired and i hope you find your fire goodbye